No fish have been harmed in the making of this podcast. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody to Talking Bass in PDX as we talk fishing in the Northwest. Hi, I'm Don Clark, and I'll be your host. Welcome aboard, everybody, as we get underway. I do have a special guest on this episode, but before we talk to him, let me talk to you a little bit about Talking Bass in PDX, the podcast where we talk about fishing in the Northwest. Now, I hope you enjoy listening to the podcast, but we need your help. We need your help to grow and let your friends know. I ask that if you enjoy the podcast, put us out on social media. And I had a very, very nice podcast. I had Tom and Dwayne on from Family Tradition Bass Fishing back on episode 21. You can go back and listen to it. They are a couple of folks that, uh, that like fishing. They also run a YouTube channel. So I wanted to thank them because they put a really nice post on their social media for Talking Bass in PDX. So please, go out there and check out their YouTube channel, uh, Family Tradition Fishing. And they've got some really cool videos on there. I think you'll really enjoy that. Now, over the past uh, couple of months or so, I've been featuring fishing clubs in the Portland area to try to encourage folks that want to learn how to fish or that want to improve their fishing where they might want to check out. And on this episode of Talking Bass and PDX, I have Zip Decker now. Zip is the contest director for the Columbia River Bassmasters, and he's going to be talking about tournament fishing. So if you are interested in learning bass fishing and you want to do some tournament fishing, check out Columbia River Bassmasters. So with that, let's get Zip on and talk about tournament bass fishing. Well, Zip, welcome to the program this afternoon. Hey, Don. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I always look forward to our conversations. Uh, we do. We do have some great conversations. Uh, I would like to catch up with you just a bit for uh, 2021. Uh, how has your tournament results been so far for yourself personally? I think for me personally, I might call them a little bit on the disappointing side. Um, club has been okay. A couple of second places um, and a third. Not bad. Um, decided to enter the River Series with TBF, and I posted mediocre finishes only. Yeah, those can be uh, those can be pretty challenging. Now, tell me a little bit about you know for those folks that are listening because we're going to be talking about the Columbia River Bassmaster Club. But tell me, what is the TBF? The Bass Federation of Oregon, and it's the Bass Federation uh, nationwide. It's under the FLW uh, banner. Uh, it can be compared to similar to to BASS. Uh, it is the original of the uh, organizations that will take a homegrown. Um, angler all the way to and as far as the forest would cut possibly <laughs> yeah so the, that, the bass federation has served under flw now in past years though you have qualified for some of those series haven't you yeah yeah i've qualified for the past five, approximately 10 consecutive um tbf they're now called national semifinals, and that's that's a big title for what really was a regional tournament <laughs> 
And now it is uh, Washington against Oregon. And nationwide, there's 22 districts. We are District 18. Yeah, and I've had the good fortune to have qualified for, for about the last 10 of those. And have you, uh, have you caught any uh, personal best this year, or are you still standing on, on some of the fish that you've caught in the past? <laughs> no, no personal best this season. Not yet. Yeah, well, now, you know, just fishing um, this year, because, you know, the, the, um, the lack of rain uh, up here in the northwest, have you noticed that the fishing is a little this year was the spawn earlier did you notice anything like that yeah yeah it certainly was the uh, river the Columbia River its temperature its average temperature was about three degrees three to four degrees above normal uh, through all of April and part of May and yeah so the the fish did spawn early and so at present we're in a post spawn condition mostly there's still a few late spawners out there uh, caught one of those on uh, on Sunday uh, fishing out of the Dalles. But yeah, yeah, Don, the spawn, uh, it came early and it's just about done. Yeah, so you and I, we were actually talking a little earlier this evening and we were talking about the fact that, you know, we've, you know, we're seeing those those younger males that are out there, but those females have kind of gone down to a rest or, uh, uh, and, and they're not coming back up quite yet. So that that's making uh, fishing a little more challenging, isn't it? Well, here's what we can look forward to. What we look forward to is a long period, an extra long period of feeding between the post-spawn and, and fall, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, well, I just wanted to catch up with you for a bit. Uh, for those of you who would like to hear more about Zip's uh, uh, story, episode 28 of Talking Bass and PDX has a longer version, uh, as a matter of fact, on that particular podcast i ask how he got the uh the nickname zip so if you want to know how uh how zip got his uh, nickname got to go back and listen to episode 28 well zip as you know <laughs> as you know we have been talking about columbia river bass masters now what i've been doing over the past uh oh a couple of months or so is i have gone out to several clubs all the way from you know, if you want to learn how to fish, uh, there's there's clubs to join. Uh, certainly, uh, walleye fishing clubs that are out there. But I wanted to get in into uh, a tournament club and uh, a fairly competitive one. That's why I contacted you, is because you're involved with Columbia River Bassmasters. Now, tell me a little bit about the club, how it works, uh, that type of thing. Well, it's funny. Uh, I, yeah, it is competitive. However, we also want to enjoy our experience, and I think we put that first. And uh, so I would be reluctant to call us a hardcore competitive club. I, uh, we certainly are. But at the same time, we're very accommodating to, uh, to new anglers, anglers just wanting to get started in the sport. Um, we have a new female member, as a matter of fact, who uh, is just getting her first experience bass fishing, and she's in a steep learning curve with each partner she draws. Yeah. True, we're competitive. We fish for an angler of the year for both the boaters and for the co-anglers uh, each season. And at the end, there is a Don Abbott Classic, which has a nice payout. Um, but at the same time, as I said, we're, we are a club for those that would seek to learn the sport as well. Well, and that, that's really good to know because um, – 
you know, as for my listeners who are here in the Northwest and they're looking at, at fishing, and maybe some of them have been fishing for several years and they're going, geez, I'm, I'm, I'm honing my skills and I want to join uh, a club where, you know, where I can go out and be a little bit competitive. This sounds like the kind of club that they may want to look into. The club does have a, um, a website, and that is ColumbiaRiverBassMasters.org, and we'll, that will be in my show notes. Tell me a little bit about what folks would see on the website. There'll be a, there'll be a gallery of uh, successes and, and some of the fishermen and their successes. You'll see the uh, 2021 schedule. You'll also see uh, results from 2020. And there'll be links for um, the Columbia River for the wind forecasts. And that's something we pay close attention to. You know, as I mentioned, uh, our number one uh, goal is to have a good experience in our events. And I'm the tournament director. And occasionally, I will make the call to move an event that's scheduled for the Columbia and move it to the Willamette or to another location where we don't, we're not going to endure really harsh conditions. We, again, it's, it's about a favorable experience. And I think that's, and I think that's really good is that you're making it competitive because you can go out and go fishing. But on the other hand, you're making it so that, you know, they, the folks that are in the club, they've, they've gone out and fished a tournament. They're going to remember that, that tournament. Uh, and they can talk with their friends. Now, about how many tournaments do you does your club have per year? It's nine events per season, starting from about late March through early October. And then um, if you fish, as a member, if you fish the majority of the nine, that would be five, <laughs> just doing simple math, of course, um, fish five of the nine, you qualify for the Don Abbott Classic. That's at, in, uh, in late October. And... That's, that event was created for a number of reasons, uh, but primarily to encourage participation. And then at the end, the, the, at the Don Abbott Classic, it is an event for the members that have fished more than 50%, and there's no entry fee for that tournament. It's kind of a farewell, you know, great season kind of a celebration the club has. Sure. So, so that sounds like a real nice ending to the year. Now, walk me through yeah. the process of joining your club. There's a membership. Oh, you asked earlier about about the website and its contents. There's also a membership uh, membership form that you can download on the website. So just fill out the membership form, and uh, then you're contacted by the club. Uh, we ask that you attend the meeting, and uh, at that point in time, if you wish to to join, uh, you pay dues and you become a member. Now, tell me a little bit about that uh, about the the yearly dues for this particular club because I believe also you you will be joining uh, the TBF. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Since we're TBF affiliated, and part of the benefits of affiliation is we have a liability insurance coverage for our club, and that's that's an important piece. And so yes, you become not only a Columbia River Bassmaster member, you also become a TBF member. And that makes you eligible for, for Oregon TBF events and TBF benefits at the same time. Yeah, so that's really important. So you get to fish in the local tournaments, but then it also gives you access to, to many more tournaments as you would like. Is that correct? Yep. If, you, uh, if your desire is to, um, 
accelerate your uh, your bass fishing career, so to speak, you can start by fishing then in the state qualifiers that are, that are uh, uh, hosted by the Oregon PBF and qualify yourself for that national semifinal. That national semifinal for our district is the first weekend in October every year, and it's Washington and Oregon, and we alternate states each each year. This year, it's Oregon's turn to host, and the tournament is being hosted at Ten Mile Lakes down on the Oregon coast. Wow, that's that's kind of a nice one to fish down there. Now, I know that we went through 2020. It has to be the most unusual year <laughs> in, in yeah. history for all of us that are that are still doing anything. Uh, have your meetings resumed as live meetings, or are they still online? <laughs> Our meetings are going to go back to live in-person meetings for the first time at about, I think, 15 months this coming month. The uh, July meeting, it's the first Tuesday of every month, that first Tuesday of July. We're back at Hoosong and Larry's in the upstairs room for in-person meetings. Yes. <laughs> After about a 15-month hiatus. <laughs> so now, if you're not a member of of the club, of Columbia River Bassmasters, you can go to a meeting, though. Is that correct? Certainly, yes. Guests are welcome at all times. Great. So if, if someone's interested in looking into the club, certainly I would uh, I would attend the meeting. And as we get back to what we used to call normal, first Tuesday of each month, uh, head up to Houston yeah. and Larry's up in Vancouver and uh, and check them out. I think that would be a, a great thing. We're in the upstairs, uh, um, uh, the upstairs part of the restaurant up there. Uh, they reserve that just for uh, for functions and meetings, and they've got a you know, nice window that overlooks the Columbia River. <laughs> it's ideal. Very nice. Now, as I was going through the website, I happen to be scrolling along here. I did notice that the club president and the tournament director's email is uh, is listed there. So if somebody wants to contact you by email, uh, they can uh, click on it or copy it over to their uh, their web or to their uh, mail and and drop you a note. Correct? Yeah, and that's that's usually one of the first steps that we make contact with new members is they will reach out to us by email. We add them to the club's email distribution list. Then they'll get notifications for club meetings, and you know until this month now in July, those had also included a Zoom meeting link. <laughs> but I'm happy to report that, uh, yeah, Zoom meetings are now behind us. Yeah, I tell you, we got to we got to just just talk about this for a second. I'll tell you, I've been involved with so many Zoom meetings that <laughs> if if somebody tell invites me to a Zoom meeting, I I might just not want to go. You know, it's just I've had I've had enough of them. <laughs> so now, tell me a little bit about your meetings. What goes on at at a meeting at a typical meeting? It's loosely run by the Roberts rules, you know, like of, of a typical meeting. Um, but we start with just a, really a social piece. Who's been fishing? Right? <laughs> and let's talk about bass fishing and our experience that the members are having. Uh, then uh, the, the president, he will direct us to results from the previous tournament, and the tournament director, so I'll go over that. And um, Oh, and before that starts, we will you know, ask if there are uh, any, new any guests present and those that might be seeking membership. And so ask, ask them just to tell, them, tell us a little bit about themselves. 
And then proceed with, with results. We get a treasurer's report. We have a secretary's report that'll, that has the minutes from the previous meeting. Um, we'll introduce any new business that the club needs to, to attend to and discuss and possibly vote on. And, uh, and then we conduct the draw for the upcoming tournament that month. Okay, so during the meeting, that's when the uh, the draw happens. And for 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 folks out there that are listening to this who have not been involved with tournament fishing, tell us a little bit about what is the draw process and what does it mean. The draw is the process of partnering boat members, members of boats, with the members that don't have boats or wish to fish as a co-angler. Rather than bringing their boats, they would rather get on another uh, get on a boat of someone else's. Uh, and to be partners. And for the Cone River Bassmasters, it's, it's draw for partners, but it's team scoring. And that is uh, that, that arrangement has been very successful in getting partners together, getting uh, members to know each other. And uh, you compete as a team, even though you have drawn your partner uh, for each of those events. And so a question that I forgot to ask, and I, and I should have asked this early on, if you are a, a person who's out there looking to join Columbia River Bassmasters and you don't have a boat, can you join? Yes, you can. And tell me about the criteria that you, if you, ha if you own a boat, what type of boat do you need to have? How much horsepower? Tell me a little bit about if you're going to join and you do have a boat. You know, Don, we've never established any um, criteria, uh, any requirements. You know, anyone that has sought membership with a boat and wants to wants to fish as a boater typically has a, a bass boat. They may have just a tracker, but they're aware the Columbia River can be pretty challenging. And, uh, yeah, uh, most of the members might have the smaller boats usually opt to fish as a co-angler. But there are no minimum requirements. And now, it only makes sense that you would have a trolling motor, you have a depth finder, and... You know, it has never come up as, as mandatory, but it would be mandatory, obviously, if you'd have live wells because we are catch and release, uh, and we do encourage uh, conservation, and we have kind of a unique uh, weigh-in process that encourages conservation, so a live, well, a, a live well would be a requirement, most definitely. Okay. And so kind of we've kind of outlined becoming a member, you know, what, what – you're going to do as far as coming to meetings and that type of thing. Tell, tell me a little bit about the cost to join and the cost per tournament. Membership is $80 per year, and that includes the TBF membership. These tournaments each are $60 per, per boat to enter, and that includes a big fish uh, uh, payout as well. So $60 per, per boat, and payouts are one for every four places, and and they uh, and it includes the price for the big fish of the day. So it sounds fairly reasonable then. I mean, it's not terribly expensive oh, to yeah. join the club, and then uh, you know, if you've got a co-angler, um, you know, you're you're spending about uh, you know what you'd spend for dinner, and uh, and you're out there you're out there fishing <laughs> now. Now I know that if you start buying a lot of equipment and you start getting into some of those high-end electronics, I know you can get into some, some real money. But it sounds like you can get in this, you know, at a, uh, a fairly reasonable rate. I think so. Um, and since we schedule all of our tournaments um, within a 100-mile radius, and we've learned to schedule all nine events on the river itself, on the Columbia, because with the conditions, invariably, uh, 
two to three times per season. We're going to move off of the Columbia River. And we've just, you know, the, the timing of our date happens to coincide with some really high winds in the gorge. We're moving off of the Columbia River itself. We'll be on the Willamette. We have sometimes obtained permits to fish at Silver Lake. We've fished at Rife Lake. And so we will mix in occasionally a Washington Lake uh, as an alternative. But, uh, yeah, so since that radius, that travel radius, Boardman, Boardman this year is our distant tournament. It's a two-day tournament, July 17th and 18th. That'll be your most expensive investment in terms of travel, fuel, accommodations, et cetera. Once a year, we have that, that distant destination that has a little more expense. Oh, that's kind of an interesting uh, concept. I did not realize that you, uh, that you traveled that far. Um, you know, and, and Boardman can be just like the rest of the river. It can be challenging because uh, of the wind, but um, I'm sure that there are places to duck out of the wind and, and still get some good fishing done all along the Columbia River. Last year, last year it was an excellent event. It was warm. You know, it's July. But it was phenomenal. We had a great time. You know, and it's a social event. It's like, it's like the club's getaway event each year. We look forward to it. And we, take, we spend some time each season choosing that destination. We've been to Primeville, for example. Yeah, we've been to Ten Mile Lakes on the coast for a two-day event. It is, it is intentional that it's the club's sort of social getaway event each year. Oh, very nice. Now, kind of walk me through the entire process of going to a tournament, uh, the launch, fishing, weigh in, kind of, kind of give me the whole, the whole scene. You know, I'm chuckling a little bit because, so for the next event coming up for us, it's June 26th at the Dalles. Now the Dalles from Portland, you know, is somewhere around an hour and a half to two hour drive. Well, you know, the solstice is the 21st, so sunrise is really, you know, really early. We're going to couple that with, you know, a drive of an hour and a half or so. <laughs> the club kind of debated on the, on the launch time for the 26th. <laughs> it's going to be 5.30 a.m. But you know what? I mean, the sun will have been up for 45 minutes, even, even blasting off at 5.30 a.m. You know, we learned with COVID that we found the necessity for a driver's meeting, which is kind of typical for most tournaments. There's a driver's meeting. There's a time established for that so that the, there's a little huddle. Uh, there's a quick review of results. Maybe any current conditions are talked about. And then the blast off takes place. You know, with, uh, with COVID last year, uh, that was frowned upon, you know, to have that kind of close contact. So we've learned to do our launches really without any driver's meeting whatsoever. You know, we know it's a 12-inch minimum. It's your best five fish. We established that it's going to be a 3 p.m. weigh-in. All that's pre-established. So now what we do at the Columbia River Bassmasters is we just establish a blast-off time. And in the case of our, new, of our upcoming event on the 26th, it's going to be 5.30 a.m. So we ask that the boats are, are launched, staged, and then the, uh, the person that's calling out uh, the boat launch in sequence starts at 5.30. Did that answer your question, Don? That does. That does. That um, I did okay. not. Yeah. Well, I didn't really think about the the, the solstice hitting, um, and because I leave for work um, very very early in the morning, uh, long before sunup. Actually, um, I actually enjoy this time of the year as we're, we're we're getting closer to the to the summer and the long days because I get to drive to work, 
uh, with some some light, and I get to drive home in the daylight. So I uh, I really can appreciate you guys starting really early. Now, what time do you, uh, after you've fished, what time do you come back in for the weigh-in? Most of the time, our, our weigh-ins are at 3 p.m. There have been times when, you know, typically when there is high winds in the Columbia Gorge, they're higher, the, the wind velocity is higher in the afternoon. And we have curtailed events. We have come in, you know, 1.30 or 2 p.m., knowing that the wind will blow really hard in, in the latter part of the afternoon. We have done that as, as an adjustment to, um, to that day's conditions. But typically it's 3 p.m. And so do you all uh, kind of meet up after you've brought your boats back in and got them on the trailers and, and uh, uh, weigh in the fish, or do you do it with your boat still in the water? Well, we do it with boats in the water, and I'm glad you've asked, um, because this process is kind of unique to the Columbia River Bassmasters, and it was, uh, it was copied by our conservation director at that time, Don Abbott, and we named, uh, he, is, he is now deceased, we, we lost Don a few years ago, and we named that final event that I've mentioned in his, in his name, in his honor, the Don Abbott Classic. He brought to the club uh, a weigh-in process where he tie off a long, a long dockside, and we use an MLF-type scale, and we weigh dockside, and that way the fish go back into the well because uh, Oregon law requires that fish are taken out at least one mile from the launch ramp. So rather than being up on the, up on the, uh, the ramp itself, someone's got a release boat. We put all their fish in their tanks. They're, you know, they're crowded. Uh, you know, they're starving for oxygen and then have to relaunch a boat. Instead, we weigh in dockside, go from boat to boat to boat. And then, of course, uh, when we're done weighing the fish, the boats can take the fish back out to the river and release them one mile, one mile away minimum and comply with Oregon state law. Well, it's very a, nice. We have found it's, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's very, it, it's much less um, stress on the fish to do it this process. Yeah. That sounds like a, a, a nice way to, uh, you know, keep the fish alive, put them back out there. You know, somebody else is able to go back out and catch them at some point. So, and, and if anybody's listened to any of my podcasts, they know that I am definitely a CPR type type fisherman. And in case you don't know what CPR stands for, it's catch, photograph, and release. Now, I know that you guys are weighing them, but I'm sure that there's some great pictures that get taken with with some of the really nice fish that you guys catch. Oh yeah, well, photography is a big part of the, a big part of it, of course capturing those, those memories. But, um, yeah, it, it, it seems to be much, uh, it's just a much less stress on the fish. We have fish back in the live wells and back out to the water much more quickly. And you know what's lost in it, in it Don? And it's talked about occasionally. Kind of the, the celebration and the ability for spectators to observe the fish being weighed in on a table where the scale is set up and, and there's a weighmaster and there may be a digital display. That, you know, that is appealing. Um, we get that in terms of, well, you know, in terms of the view, you viewing it from a spectator standpoint, whereas our process going along dockside, okay, it satisfies our needs and our requirements, uh, but it's not as, it's not as spectator friendly. And we, we, we know that to be true. And, you know, I, when it comes to spectators, I mean, if folks want to, come out and watch I'm sure they can but realistically pictures and and putting things up on the web will also give you you know what happened during that particular event because right uh, 
you know, you can't, you know, you're trying to conserve the uh, the fishery, and I I applaud your club for doing that, and I think that's far far Thanks. better than 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 killing a fish. You know, you talked a little bit about payout, so is that handled right there at the uh, at the weigh-in, or or is that later on? Yep, the awards are, are presented at the weigh-in mm-hmm. after the weigh-in, and the, and the fish have been released. We come back in, we trailer our boats, and we gather for for an awards ceremony. Yeah, and uh, we encourage cash um, cash for the entry fees so that we can pay out cash right there at the ramp. Oh, and that's a very that's a very important point there. And so the, your day is pretty full. I mean, you're starting pretty early in the morning, and then you're ending up <laughs> sometime late in the afternoon. So that that can be a long drive back if you're. Um, out in the Dalles or even a little further out and uh, and then got to drive back into Portland. Don, the, the, the drive's only long when you lost that five-pounder, you know, just inches from the net. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the drive is long. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that, that, I like that. I, I, uh, yeah, the, you know, because, I mean, the, the, really the joy of fishing, I – I was out the other day myself, and uh, I didn't get any large fish. I got a lot of small ones, but just the joy of, of having a having that fish on the end of the line, you know, in a tournament, must the adrenaline must really come up because you're you're trying to get the you know the most weight, and 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 you're trying to uh, hurt. There is there is an excitement to it. There really is. You know, is this, okay, is this bike, is this one that's going to cull for us? Is this going to add to our weight? Right. You know, is, is it the big fish of the tournament? It can happen to anyone at any time. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, I think our conversation, uh, I, I hope that it is, uh, you know, bringing up that adrenaline as folks are just listening to us talk and talk about, you know, what they could be out there doing they're going fishing anyway. You might as well go out there with a with a group of folks and be competitive about it too. So I hope that that uh, I hope that brings some people to the club and that they will uh, they'll you know they'll be looking at you from a uh, club perspective. How long have you guys been around? About uh, twenty five years. Thank you. Yes, we're one of the longest tenured clubs um, in the state. Very nice, very nice. So, so it's not a new club; it's established. So you know that it's going to be around for a while now. You know, one of the other things that I know about the Columbia River Bassmasters is that you guys all—you know—I know you do a lot of tournaments, but you know, I know that you guys also help with uh, fish habitat. I know that you've helped uh, Oregon Bass and Panfish Club out at uh, Hag Lake. How about other um, things that you guys do to to help the fishing community? I think, uh, you know, I'm going to circle back to our, our dockside weigh-in because that has, it, was, it was an experiment. We were the first to do it. We've proven that, that it works and it's reliable. And we're hoping that other clubs and other organizations might emulate uh, that, that process. That might be the number one uh, contribution that we've made in the recent years. Very nice. And, you know, we, we're coming up on, you know, we've been talking about this for a bit. Tell me what uh, you know your reasoning for being involved with uh, Columbia River Bassmasters, and as opposed to other clubs, and, and what you like about it. Well, one of the things that I've enjoyed off and on uh, throughout the seasons is the family member exemption the club offers to its members. 
So it's a draw for partners primarily. However, uh, if you bring your spouse or if you want to bring a son or daughter, you can bring them as your partner and and you're exempt from, from the draw. And over the years, we've had a number of husband and wife teams, father and son teams, and uh, this family element uh, has brought something extra to the club. And there's been a lot of young anglers that have come up uh, through through the Cumber Group Bassmasters, uh, fishing with with their dads, and they've gone on to to nice careers as young bass fishermen. <laughs> are very very competitive these days, but they started with us, yeah, enjoying that uh, family uh, family exemption to the draw. So over the years, my son fished with me as a partner for several, several seasons until he moved on. And now uh, my partner in life, Kit, she fishes me as my partner in a lot of our tournaments. That makes it a really enjoyable experience. Well, very nice that you could bring along, you know, your partner and, and your kids, you know, and teach them how to fish and yet, you know, be out doing uh, doing some tournament fishing. So it sounds like the cr- Columbia River Bassmasters, if you're looking for a tournament club, sounds like the place to go. Now, again, the uh, the website is ColumbiaRiverBassmasters.org, so if, I will have that in the show notes. You can look it up there. Randy, any final words before I let you go? Yeah, call me Zip. <laughs> you know, I've... I've, I've Known you for a long time, and I and I try to remember that. And I, for some reason, I've got it written down here in my notes, and so I do apologize, Zip. I know that that's that that's your. You don't uh, need to apologize. And uh, yeah. and I and I I really appreciate it. So uh, I hope I hope our audience uh, likes this little presentation on a tournament club, and I hope that they will contact you. You can uh, you can either come to their meetings or. Um, or or email one of the uh, the president or or tournament director and uh, get a little bit more information. I will put uh, Zip's email in the um, in the show notes along with the website. And thanks, yeah, thanks, Zip. I appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, I I'd love to talk about our club. It's been a wonderful experience. I've been a member now uh, 16 years, I believe. And uh, the journey has been wonderful. Uh, the relationships that I have are everlasting. And we have one of our members is Renaud Pelletier. Renaud has fished in three Bassmasters Classics. But here he is, a member of the Columbia River Bassmasters. And, you know, our co-angler, our co-angler members draw him when he fishes. It's one of the phenomenal experience that is. <laughs> wow! So it just gives you an indica- a feel and indication of, of uh, what the membership roster looks like. Uh, some really uh, competent anglers, and but but really down to earth people. Well, well, I hope folks look you up and and check and you out and maybe add a few a few members. All right, thanks, Zip. That'll be wonderful. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank Zip for taking the time to talk to me on Talking Bass and PDX about Columbia River Bassmasters. As we said in the interview, I will have their website, ColumbiaRiverBassmasters.org, in my show notes. So if you want to get a hold of them, please do. And as always, for show ideas or feedback, email me at GoneFishingPDX at gmail.com. That's in the show notes if, if you didn't write it all down. And I'd like to thank everybody. Until next time, this has been Don Clark. I'll see you on the backcast. cast.